update, obviously. Uh, a lot of stuff been going on. There was some, uh, some family issues, some, uh, some traveling, and some technical problems that kept me from uploading this podcast uh, in a timely manner. But uh, So it's going to be released in two parts because apparently uploading is one part uh, is not in the cards. So uh, it's going to be uh, part one of two of my conversation with Dave Meyer. So I'll upload this part tonight and then I will uh, post the rest later. Uh, we're going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War, which uh, is still in the theaters, I guess. But um, it, it's we're going to be going into it, spoiling it. But I think by this point, everybody who wanted to see it has seen it. And if not, uh, it'll be out on video here uh, probably within the next month or two. So, uh, without further ado, here is the uh, the first part of my conversation with Dave Myers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Listen to Me Talk, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm here with Dave Myers, my frequent collaborator on this podcast here. And uh, we're going to talk about primarily uh, some movie stuff this week. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, Deadpool 2 and Avengers Infinity War and then uh, we'll get into maybe a little bit of uh, Solo, a Star Wars story and who knows where we'll end up by the time this podcast is over but that's the the map, the road map we're starting out on. Uh, So Dave, uh, let's go ahead and start with Infinity War since that one came out first. Uh, So first off, how many times have you seen the movie? Uh, I've seen it twice. Twice? Okay, yeah, same here. First, is there anything in particular that really stood out to you as, like, your favorite moment of the movie? Hmm. Uh, I really like the dynamic between, uh, you know, I, Thor Ragnarok, uh, every time I watch it, I, I just like it more, and I think that's probably my favorite Marvel movie at this point. Mm. Uh, I think uh, Taika Waititi, or however you say his name. I think that's uh, right. He, uh, he did a great job uh, creating a comedy with a character that I could not possibly have cared less about before. Uh, and they brought that comedy to uh, his character coming into Infinity War. They didn't, like, just go back to the way he was before the movie, you know. Um, and I really liked his dynamic uh, with with Rabbit and with Tree, you know. With, oh, yeah. With Rocket and with Groot. Right. Uh, and the way that all of that played out, I thought, was a lot of fun. So I... Uh, that's one of the things that really stands out to me is uh, seeing his character, how it, he's evolved from the incredibly boring Norse god to, you know. Yeah, I would say that uh, Thor, aside from Thanos, who this is obviously mm-hmm. his movie, I'd almost think that this is kind of Thor's movie. Oh, like yeah. his arc it kind of bookends everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of him, Gamora, and Thanos are yeah. the three that I would say this movie really centers around and uh they don't make it as explicit with thor Mm -hmm. but you know he starts off the movie and then he is the one to deliver what should be the killing blow sure but uh his badass new hammer axe yeah stormbringer yeah yeah the uh yeah I, i thought i really liked his interaction i liked uh how they they paid off actually a gag from Guardians two mm-hmm. with the, the eye. eye yeah I know um, which I didn't get the first time oh you didn't like I remember like he's like oh I stole it off some guy while mm-hmm. he was sleeping and 
I forgot that that happened in Guardians yeah, 2. I mean, it's a running gag in those movies that Rocket loves the, uh, you know, prosthetics and everything. Yeah, so. he's collecting parts. <laughs> he just thinks it's hilarious to steal in it. Yeah. I think that's fun that they were actually able to uh, bring that back. As- uh, yeah, yeah. I thought, and I actually just saw Guardians 2 again mm-hmm. the other day. I was like, oh right, right, right. That's that's where the eye came from. Because I couldn't remember. I was like, did I did I see him steal the eye? I thought oh, I yeah. thought I did. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really fun to see uh, the way they worked with all of these characters. There's so many freaking characters that they crammed into this movie, uh, but the the writing was done really well so that you had certain characters to focus on at different times because they they were all in different different places until the final big climactic battle right before that moment and not even then uh you you still have spider-man iron man doctor strange and most of the guardians over off uh on what's it called the other one titan yeah titan yeah um but for most of the movie you have small groups of these characters that i've never met before uh and uh seeing those interactions was really fun yeah Uh, seeing the way uh you have these two spoiled rich People, you know, you have Doctor Strange and you got Tony Stark, and and to see how they really butt heads, even though they're basically the same damn person. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did think that was cool that they uh, they put together all these combinations, and and what's really neat is that they didn't shoot everything all at once mm-hmm. because uh, Avengers Four, there's going to be characters who, you know, you spend so much time with the characters in this movie that you almost didn't realize, like, oh, Cap and Iron Man never actually, yeah came face to face and um all the people that were off on titan never actually interacted with any of the primary avengers Mm -hmm. um so that'll still there will still be cool new combinations Mm -hmm. in the next one um and of course eventually when when uh and well yeah i mean okay so the the whole world's seen this movie a hundred yeah yeah we're not worrying about spoilers at this point it's it's going to be in the title the the snap of the fingers thing happens and uh, and all the new characters are fucking gone. Yeah. Know? So I'm wondering how far through Avengers four it'll be before they come back. You know. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that they're going to be gone too terribly long, mm-hmm. um, because some of those characters are insanely popular. Insanely, yes. And, yeah. and that's I think that's the ballsiest part about it is yes, we all knew that Thanos had to win at the end of this movie. That was yeah. Like the. It just makes sense. We know it's part one of two, and it, you know, even if you haven't read the the, uh, the the comic books that it's based on, you know he's gonna get all the stones. Well, yeah, he he's gonna to. get all the stones, and so his his uh, uh, plan is going to be fulfilled. And then we're gonna have to spend a lot of the next movie trying to figure out how the hell to reverse those effects. Yeah, uh, I was I was pretty surprised to see Black Panther go. Yeah. It turned out he had a very successful movie that was still in the theaters and, yeah. and still in the top ten movies when it's, Infinity War came it's out. It's actually, so. as of right now, still well above Infinity War in box office. Yeah. Uh, it's number three all time. Yeah, it's... In, it's uh, domestically. Anyway. An insanely successful movie. Yeah. And yeah, I was, I was shocked <laughs> to see him go. I was like, I was like, well, it's going to be, you know, I figure like half the Guardians, half these new guys. I, I, you know, Bucky, okay. I was like all the side characters, but they need, uh, you know, they'll need Black Panther around, and uh, and I was kind of surprised that they kept War Machine, but not Black mm-hmm. Panther. Well, War Machine's been around since the first uh, of the MCU movies. So. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's all these old characters are still there, uh, 
I guess, I guess, yeah, Bucky did fade. Uh, but all all the Avengers from Avengers One are still there, and uh, most of the older characters are still there. So. Right, and we will get to see cool new combinations with them anyway because we're going to get to see them interact with the person that they teased in the uh, stinger there at the oh, yeah, very yeah. end with Captain, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So if nothing else, I'm sure she's going to show up. I would presume Hawkeye, Ant-Man, mm-hmm. and the Wasp will show up. If they're both still around. I have a feeling Ant-Man and the Wasp will take place just before the events of Infinity War and they're busy doing their own shit mm. and then uh, they, they you know, get back to regular size after they're in whatever that, that realm is. That the they quantum shrink. realm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when they go down to the quantum realm. They'll probably shrink down into the quantum realm, fight the, the big bad, come back and be like, the fuck happened? You know, so they're probably, right. they're probably going to be okay because they were in a different realm at the time. Uh, but who knows? Maybe <clears throat> one of them will fade. It'll be like one of the end credit scenes, you know? Uh, yeah, I did think that that could end up being the thing where, like, mm-hmm. they, they finish their adventure and then all of a sudden, like... You know, they're looking around as people are fading mm-hmm. away, and then maybe one of them fades, so yeah. probably Wasp. Mm-hmm. Or, or actually, no, maybe Ant-Man. Yeah, you... you... Because <laughs> Captain Marvel, uh, in the comics at the very least, led a team of all-female mm-hmm. Avengers called A-Force. So yeah. it's, uh, it's possible that, you know, maybe Ant-Man fades, and so you get Wasp, Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else that they could introduce necessarily unless uh unless they wanted to get maybe like live tyler back and mm. and somehow make That's her some sort of she hulk <laughs> but but i don't i don't see anybody else they've laid groundwork for yeah, at the very least but uh, but uh yeah so right off the bat you know in this movie now we've seen thor lose his brother lose his best friend lose half his people i mean shit's already real yeah. as soon as the movie starts because uh, you know the the internet was full of uh, uh, theories on who's going to die in this movie, and I think most of them was, it's going to be Iron Man. Iron Man or <laughs> Cap, yeah, or but, both. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, it's fucking everybody else. <laughs> everybody but those guys. Um, so right off the bat, though, with it, they they tell you the stakes. You know, they say they established Thanos as a legitimate threat because he just beat the shit out of the Hulk with no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would he be able to do that had he not already had the Power Stone? Maybe not. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. But the, you know, the right off the bat there, that was neat. Thanos is coming, and then that leads to Iron Man showing up there at the Sanctum Santorum. Um, we get to see that little interaction. Uh, really like, like you said, the interaction between Doctor Strange and mm-hmm. Tony Stark. They really hate each other, but they're basically the same. Basically the same guy, <laughs> yeah. They're both just insufferable douchebags. <laughs> Rich like, a-holes that... Yeah. Uh, that uh, Super egos, yeah. you know. And... Uh, so that was kind of cool, a uh, little nod there, mm. and then um, and then we get the Black Order shows up, and they're coming for the uh, Time Stone. Yeah, they, they were wasting no time in this movie. This was a long-ass movie, and they wasted no time just getting right into it. So. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long. I know. Uh, I, I thought that, too. Uh, but, it, but it is. It's almost three hours. And, yeah. But uh, it doesn't so much like in it. there. Uh, and there was never any lulls in the action. It was just constantly moving along in right. the story. So while still establishing a lot of character mm-hmm. uh, for Thanos and Gamora, especially where you start to see the first of the the Hulk not wanting to emerge, mm-hmm. uh, still, I guess, uh, a little, uh, upset that he got his ass kicked yeah. at the beginning. Uh, but again, this is the Hulk that we now know from Ragnarok. So there's right. still that that uh, he's like a uh, just an 
adolescent uh, mind, uh, just like he wants to get his own way. He's a child. Yeah, he's throwing a tantrum yeah. here. Like, like no, I'd, yeah, I'm used to always imposing my will, and now I can't, so I'm just going to stay inside. Uh, and, but it was cool to see Banner still prove himself. We get the new the Iron Spider suit there. Uh, How did you feel about that suit? Um, I like the the classic design more. Yes, for sure. Um, Better be back for Spider Man Home Homecoming. Oh, too. I'm sure it will be. Uh, oh, sorry, he's faded away. So I guess they're not. Well, they're going to yeah. cancel that movie now, which yeah. is coming out the summer after Avengers Four. So right. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> that'll be Miles Morales because Peter's dead. Sure. Yes. Yeah, that that totally could happen. It won't, it but won't. it could. But it could. There, I, there uh, was a nerdist video about how could they progress these uh, these movies that all, they already have in like in the works if this stuff stayed permanent. And right. So you have Miles, and then you have the old Guardians. And, right, you know. and you have uh, Shuri has mm -hmm. taken up the mantle of Black Panther in the past in the comics, so that could happen here. Although they never really told us if she faded away or not. Yeah. So the Iron Spider suit. Uh, when it happened in the comics, I was not happy because I, I love the iconic design mm -hmm. of Spider-Man's suit. Don't stray too far from that that original design. For me, like whenever they change that up, uh, there, there's uh, a while there in the '90s where he had like a blue, a more of a blue suit with with no web on it. You right. know, I forget what that suit is technically called, but I didn't like that design. Uh, the Iron Spider. Uh, it was really fun to see uh, them incorporate the extra limbs. Yeah. You know, the, the spider limbs and everything. Uh, and I think it was cool. I don't want to, that to be in Homecoming 2, though. I don't think it will be. Yeah. I think it'll end up getting destroyed in mm -hmm. Infinity War Part 2, whatever they call it. Yeah. Uh, the classic design is is going to be the, the costume they end up going back to. The only time they've ever changed Spider-Man's outfit that symbiote. was really awesome was the black suit you know mm, yeah. and when apparently that's not going to happen I mean, symbiote sorry. it's symbiote yeah <laughs> uh, that's, yeah it was it was cool to see them explore thanos a little bit there and then we get uh the guardians finding thor yeah uh you know keeping that keeping their thing going from their movies where they're listening to the awesome mix mm -hmm. uh a, a track we didn't know was on that tape it really it felt like a, a lot of these scenes where they're uh bringing these characters in it's like it's their movie all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that that was cool to see. Yeah, and it was uh it was neat to see that uh that once they find him, I, I liked the uh, the whole interaction with Drax just being in mm -hmm. awe of Thor, and Gamora as well, and Gamora yeah. as well, and uh, no, no, you're a dude. <laughs> the He's muscles. a man. Like, you know, looks like a like a pirate had a baby with an angel. Uh, there were some there were some good lines from Drax in the movie. Yeah, Drax was was great yeah, all when he was, every uh, time he was invisible. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. That was his best moment. That was but, a very Guardians of the Galaxy moment. Yeah, we have uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision getting attacked by Proxima Midnight and Scarlet Witch, uh, who now has a one hundred percent American accent. So, yes. Well, she's been living in America for sure, a while. Maybe she got training from a, a Black Widow on how to speak with an American accent. Right. Because, uh, you know, Black Widow at some point in the history before the movies, she had to learn to speak with an American accent, I suppose. Right. Uh, but it's it's strange how her her character has evolved to the point now where she's just American. You know. Yeah. Very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, Over the course of three three movies. movies. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, she's 
a lot easier for the actress, I'm sure. You know? Yeah, she's she's around, and all these Americans living in America. Yeah. When we catch up to them, they're in Scotland. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that was nice to see them uh, kind of trying to have a, a, a regular life. domestic life. Yeah. And of course, uh, they're superheroes, so that can't happen. Mm-hmm. So they get attacked. Uh, I thought it was smart writing to immediately wound Vision mm-hmm. because that way for the rest of the movie he's kind of got that. Yeah. Because they had established him as one of the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by immediately wounding him and taking him out from behind, mm-hmm. they're able to explain how come, you know, he can't take these guys down but Captain America can mm-hmm. because Vision should technically be right. stronger. But it's like, oh, well, you know, Vision also has a big hole in his chest. It's mm-hmm. kind of interfering with his ability to do things. Uh, and he couldn't phase out for that weapon either. They, right. They and made that, sure to make mention of that. Yeah. So I thought that was well done. They go off to the soul, where the soul stone is. And that's where we got the only thing that really surprised me yeah. in the movie. I, I was not expecting Red Skull. Red Skull. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw people speculating about it beforehand, but I yeah. also remember Hugo Weaving saying he was never coming back. Yeah. And uh, the Ross Marquand, who uh, who played him in this movie, did a really good impression of Hugo Weaving's voice because for a second I was like, is that him? I thought yeah. he said he wasn't doing it anymore. But, you know, and there's little clues mm-hmm. the second it was time. A, it was a pretty good job. It was pretty spot on. Uh, it, it, was a, it was definitely a surprising moment. Yeah. Um I don't I it it didn't even dawn on me that Red Skull would ever be in anything again after the first Avenger. I just thought that was, you know, one and done. Yeah, how they got rid of him, yeah. yeah. Um but it totally makes sense cuz the Tesseract is a space stone and the once he was holding it, he does just kind of like beam off somewhere and then you never heard from him again. Um and he you know, he did talk about in first avenger he talks about the world tree mm-hmm. a little bit so they did lay the groundwork there i don't think it was intentional at the right, time but they really that, that's some um, some really deep groundwork that they were laying like yeah to, to bring that up now is i i think it you know on first viewing a lot of people were like wait what yeah <laughs> it's like bringing it's like bringing Darth Maul back or something, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. No, they would never do that. But uh, <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, I thought that was neat to have him there. Uh, and this was the moment where I was most impressed with the CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, the emotion on Thanos' face mm-hmm. when he realizes what he has to do to get the Soul Stone. Yeah. Uh, they showed his fucking lip quiver. Mm-hmm. Uh We've come a long way since Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if he's... I don't think they give an award for, like, best motion capture mm-hmm. character anywhere, but he should get it. I mean, people can give me their golems all they want, but... Yeah. Uh, and their Caesars and all that, but mm-hmm. this dude, like, I've never seen that much emotion on a mm-hmm. CGI character's face uh, when he has to kill his daughter, his favorite daughter... In order to uh, to get that soul stone and uh, the moment where he throws her off and just the the pain and anguish in his face as mm-hmm. he watches it happen and uh, and then she dies and you just see a pool of blood underneath her green blood yep and uh, and then he wakes up in the ocean holding the soul the soul stone after a little uh, 
a little trip to the uh, soul world there. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, just more great characterization there between her and Thanos. Uh, A little sad that we didn't get to see more of Gamora uh, in action uh, in this movie, but I get the feeling we we will uh, soon. So we have Thorgo with Rocket and Groot, and we see their... uh, their relationship develop, and uh, uh, Thor calling Rocket rabbit. Yeah, repeatedly. <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, I really liked their dynamic together. I thought it was great. Um, and uh, you know, eventually they get the uh, they they get the the new hammer out at this scene, and it's a uh, it's a really cool weapon. I think you know the way they they have the uh, teenage Groot. Uh, use his his uh his arm to create the handle for yeah. the the axe hammer uh and i think i think it's uh it's a really badass weapon that they oh yeah they they uh was bummed when thor lost his hammer you know it's like that's that's his thing you know yeah i do wonder if he'll end up with some version of mjolnir before it's all said and done no nah, i'm okay with stormbringer but no. but I, but stormbreak <laughs> is pretty awesome uh you know, uh, I, I really did like that scene where where Groot just makes you know mm-hmm. his arm extends his arm and chops off his own arm so that Thor can can have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shot of Thor being bombarded with the the full force of a dying star, mm-hmm. uh, and that great line with Peter Dinklage. You know, he's like he's <laughs> like it'll kill you. He's like only if I die. That's what killing you means. <laughs> There's a great moment. Uh, you know, like that was a, uh, that was pretty cool to see, and we got to see Thor, Thor's strength mm-hmm. there displayed in a way that we hadn't really seen before. Um, yeah, the the dynamic between him and Rocket, where he gives him the eye, and and when he gives him sort of sort of a pep talk, yeah, where he's just kind of like, I don't know, man, it sounds like you've had a real shitty life. <laughs> like, I can think of a lot of things I want to live for. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I could lose a lot personally. Yeah, uh, I was like, I don't know if that necessarily boosted his spirits, there, Rocket. But it's classic Rocket, though. Yeah, trying to trying to be do the right thing there, mm. and uh, yeah. So so then you know we get to see that, and then Thor, of course, gets the uh, the hammer. One character I thought uh, uh, I was not impressed with the way uh, they utilized his character for, for the action scenes was uh, Captain America. I didn't like his double shield thing. Oh where, right, like, get this man a shield. Yeah, but it's 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 not it's not going to boomerang back at him. He's not going to do fun things with it. He's just going to have these things on his arms. Why doesn't he have a sword or something? I don't know. Right. All he's doing is bashing things with his fist, but he's got like pointy ends on these shields that he's not really utilizing in a way that really says Captain America. Right. You know. Well, my my defense of that would be that right now he's not really Captain America. Sure. You know, he's, the, star the star is torn, torn off, off his off, chest. Yes. You know, the colors he's he's Faded, muted to doubt. Yeah. Um you know, I think that's I think that's intentional so that when he gets that shield back in in number 4, mm-hmm. it's going to be this big iconic moment where yeah. all of a sudden he picks that up and you just see him like like, "Oh, hello, old friend." You know, but I mean, why, why even use shields then? Like he's just doing yeah. silly bashing things. Yeah, he could just shields. have a spear, one of those spear yeah. cannon things Seriously. they have. Uh, I guess it's yeah, it's something we gotta sell more toys. Mm. But but I did like uh, that whole battle sequence. It was mm. cool to see uh, 
Okoya and uh, Black Widow and Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch all fighting alongside each other. Yeah. Uh, beating the shit out of Proxima Midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I, is my favorite of the Black Order uh, in the comics. And um, and I really like the actress that plays her in, in the movie. So I was a little disappointed to see her get get beat the shit out of mm-hmm. but yeah she has to she's evil yeah uh, you, know, <laughs> you can it, only dedicate so much time to every single one of these new characters anyways right yeah. well and they dispatched all of the black order uh permanently mm-hmm. they all they all end up dying so they uh they didn't have too yeah, much and bruce banner has his moments with the hulkbuster armor where he you know, right launches the hulk's not coming out and fuck it i'll do it myself and he just launches him with a fist up to the uh to the, the dome field, there, yeah. yeah, and just he just burns exp- out, burns up in yeah. there. Uh, Proxima gets run over by that tank thing. Mm-hmm. The Scarlet Witch brings in, uh, you know, and then of course, you know, we have Thor shows up and just starts laying waste. Man, that that is a uh, that is a uh, that is quite the scene where where he comes through and, and he just starts wrecking shit. Yeah, that's, I, that's a lot of fun. The second time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I still marked out for it. I, I was just like, I was like, holy shit, do you see that? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I saw this already. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm this happy. Like, I knew it was coming. I really liked that. And I, and, and with the, the Winter Soldier and Rockets. Oh, where he yeah, bit, it was, you know, picks him up around. and spins around. And then he's got to say something about the prosthetic arm because he's Rocket. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> At some point in four, he has to. It, I, that's why I was a little sad that, that, he that the arm faded with yeah. him. Well, everything faded that you were you were wearing that right. was a part of who you were. Like they, the, uh, I recall the directors were asked questions about why, why did the clothes go to? Right, they explained it like that. You know? Like anything that's part of like your identity, mm-hmm. yeah. goes with you. Uh, and I guess that arm is real important to him because mm-hmm. it faded too. Because I was kind of hoping that he was going to fade, it was going to fall, and Rocket was going to be like, "Oh, what's this?" You know, but yeah, but not but in that moment. Cause it just think been... about that moment for yeah. a moment here. You know, the... well, well, you know, in my version, that moment doesn't even happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh... Uh, that's where we get to see the awesome interaction between Star Lord and uh, and Iron Man, where uh, uh, it had to be. Probably my maybe my favorite moment of of the movie, my favorite joke in the movie anyway, where he says, "Wait, you know, they first they they have to fight because mm-hmm. they're superheroes, and thus they must fight before they fight the villain." Uh, and they're talking as, oh, "Oh, wait, you're not with Thanos?" It's like, "No." It's like, "Oh, you're from Earth? I'm from Missouri. Missouri's on Earth, dipshit." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Did Iron Man just call Star Lord a dipshit in this yes. movie?" <laughs> it's like, that's amazing. Uh, they come up with the plan, and and the plan is basically that we're going to incapacitate Thanos so that Mantis can get on top of him, uh, kind of try to put him to sleep, mm-hmm. and we can pull the gauntlet off, and thus end this whole thing. And uh, and they almost do it until he mentioned they realize <sighs> that he killed Gamora. Yes, and that's when Star Lord fucks up the plan. And that's why everyone hates Star Lord. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I mean, it seemed Thanos like a very, a fight. very basic plan to 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 stop Thanos, the the ultimate villain, just mm-hmm. like pry the glove off his hand. Uh, but uh, we're so close. We're so close. Yeah, it's like it's like no, no, don't do it. We're yeah. we're almost there. We almost yeah. got him. And he just 
once he realizes it, you know, his emotions take mm-hmm. over. He hits Thanos. That knocks Mantis off. Next thing you know, Thanos is back in the fight, realizes how close he came to losing. So he wastes no time fucking them Crushes all Crushes the moon and throws it at them. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. When he when he destroys the moon and just flings all the meteors at him. I was like, oh, man, this is this is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I liked Iron Man. Like, like if you throw another moon at me, <laughs> that was hilarious. I won't be pissed. Uh, Iron Man's new armor. We get to see what it can really do yeah. here. Uh, he goes toe to toe with Thanos, which even the Hulk couldn't do. Uh, I His saw nano machines just kind of fling off, and then it, it just rebuilds itself. So yeah. Uh, I did like how it's not infinite. You do see mm-hmm. that as he's yeah, destroying he's it, you know, he's, he's not able to put, build the full mm-hmm. armor set anymore. Uh, I saw a few people bitching about that, that mm-hmm. they were like, how could Iron Man stand toe-to-toe with him and the Hulk got, got his ass kicked in like a half a second? And I said, well, for one, this is like Iron Man's best armor he's yeah. ever built. And two, Thanos is still probably disoriented mm-hmm. from coming out of this trance. Um, you know, he and uh, and he just fought Doctor Strange by that point, mm. uh, which was cool with Doctor Strange doing the thing where he split himself off mm-hmm. and then put all the the uh, crimson bands of Sidorak around yep. him. Um, all the things that he can do without the time stone, right? Yeah, you know? and uh, you know, and so Thanos, you know, he was up against you know, people are like, well, the Guardians shouldn't be able to do much, and I was like, they don't. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's that really fun uh, moment where uh, Star Lord's jumping through all the the portals that Doctor Strange is putting out for him. Oh and then yeah, he, he pops a couple shots at Thanos, and then he flips him off and and falls through. That's, yeah, as that's the grenade just, uh, goes off, it's yeah. so good. Uh, Spider Man with a uh, with he's like, oh, magic web, magic kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's a little. Here's some more magic. Whoa, he gets tossed <laughs> off. Uh, when he's saving everyone, then he doesn't remember anyone's name. Yeah, he's like, sorry, I don't remember everyone's name. Uh, he was great. Like, that, yeah. that kid is my favorite Spider-Man they've ever yeah. had. Uh, and, you know, in, in the end, Thanos beats them all. He mm-hmm. wins, and he stabs Iron Man. That's when everybody's like, I told you. Yeah, this is the moment we were talking die. about. Iron Man's going to die. Nope. But <laughs> Doctor Strange, after saying earlier in the movie, like, if it comes down to saving the Time Stone or saving you guys, I will choose the Time Stone every time. Except. Except the one time. Because apparently out of those 14,504, whatever, 405 possible outcomes, there was something about Tony Stark needing to be alive. Right. And so that's why he had to sacrifice the stone to save Tony in that moment. Right. And They'll need, you know, he'll be needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he gets patched up mm-hmm. with a little uh, little bit of nano armor. Uh, incidentally, though, once he, once they, everybody fades away, he's the only one left on Titan. And he has uh, no... It's, uh, also, uh, Nebula's there, right? No. She fades? No, she's she's with. Uh, I thought she was there at that point. No, she is with. Uh, she's on Earth, I believe, isn't no, she? No, no, I think she's on. Titan. Is she on Titan? Yeah. She she took a ship there. That's how Tony Stark's gonna get off. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was. They're like, the only ones left there, there. I think. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's how he'll get off there. Because mm-hmm. I was like, because their ship was destroyed, Thanos yeah. ported out. Yeah. And Tony's uh, nano armor is fucked up, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how he's getting home. But he, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't have a good time there. No. Then uh, 
he gets a Thanos leaves. He gets a time stone from Doctor Strange, who gives it to him, just straight up gives it to him as a deal to spare mm-hmm. Tony and and the rest of them. So he leaves, and that's when Thanos finally shows up on Earth, mm-hmm. and we get the uh, the scenes that we saw in all the trailers where he shows up and. Um, all these people are just doing everything they can, but by this point, he's got five out of six gems. He's just tossing people around. Mm-hmm. There's no problem. You know, anybody that you know thinks they're going to do something yeah. has has the wrong thought. We get that awesome sequence with Captain America doing everything he can. Mm-hmm. We get to see exactly how big Thanos is because he's sitting there. Just his hand is bigger than Captain America's mm-hmm. head, which is in the trailer. You know, the, the, yeah, you've seen that. Uh, still, still, just such a oh. incredible scene of just here's a guy who's he's strong, but he's ostensibly just a man. Yeah, he's, he's just a super soldier. Yeah. yeah, just you know, just putting everything he's got into mm-hmm. trying to stop this guy, and then we get Scarlet Witch realizes like I have to destroy the stone. The Be- big emotional moments. Yeah, because her matter. powers derive from that from the time stone or yeah. the space stone that right. she is able to. Uh, focus her power to destroy the mind gem and uh and she does it and but in doing so has to kill the man she loves Mm -hmm. and then uh, really big moments that you think would be would 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 resonate for a while but no well no i mean i knew that that wasn't going to last because he's got the one that matters which is a time stone he's like oh that was tragic don't worry (laughs) just rewinds and when she realizes what's happening, she's like, no, but now it's too late. Mm. Uh, so she had to kill the man she loved for nothing. Yep. And then he dies anyway because Thanos just rips it right out of his mm. skull along with a bunch of parts of Vision's brain. Yeah, that really uh, was a little too graphic. I think. Yeah, I was like, man, they managed to turn they him killed killing Vision a robot. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> that was huh. the, the goriest scene in the yeah. in the movie. And it's like, they ma- really made you feel mm-hmm. like you just saw something crimson there like uh he pulls it out and then all the color fades out of vision's Mm. body goes gray and just falls like trash i was like oh my god that was (laughs) that was nuts uh you know and then um now he's got everything and and you think oh here he goes he's about to do it he's he's got it he's you know feels the power and as soon as he feels the power Boom! Here comes Stormbreaker right into his, uh, you know, right into his chest, and then Thor flies down, shoves it in further, and he's like, "I told you, you'd die for for what you did." And perfectly in character for Thor, all along they've said he's kind of a hothead. You yeah. know, he doesn't think things through necessarily. And, and like the director said, you know, Star Lord had his moment where he fucked up, but so did Thor. Yep. I mean, oh yeah. And Thanos points it out, and he just says, oh, should have gone for the head. Yep. And then snaps his fingers, boom. Yep. Now, if I'm writing this movie, I've, I've said it to everybody who would listen, this is where this movie ends for me. Yep. Like, if I'm writing this movie, out. boom, you don't see the fade out, you just see him snap his fingers, we go to credits, and I wouldn't have even put in a post credit sequence. I, I think, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't read the whole article, but something, I think it just came out today uh, that it was posted that... Uh, they had written the movie originally with a plan to end it before the fading out. Right. I don't know if the the finger snap was going to happen or not. I think it probably would. Yeah, they do the snap, and then that's it. They you said know. they felt it was too brutal. 
Yeah. That is it though? Because we have to see Groot fade away. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but the thing was that they they felt that it would number one if they did that and they didn't put in a post credit scene that they were gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, that's the point. I mean, it's a but, fifteen minute credit roll too. Then they wait until the very end to yeah, put in that damn to, scene. To, so. Yeah, to have nothing would have been would have been pretty really brutal. Up. Yeah. Uh, but they said also that by seeing the fade out and particularly with the Spider Man scene, mm-hmm. that uh, that it it. it it's more emotionally resonant because mm-hmm. you get to see these people fading away. Um, and, and I agree like that, that scene as they start to fade away, you see Bucky first goes and that's, mm-hmm. that's you're like, okay, Bucky, like mm-hmm. I figured he's going. And then you start seeing as people start to fade off. And I was like, Oh, okay. Falcon. Oh, black Panther. Holy shit. Black Panther's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Spider-Man, though. The Spider-Man one, the improv line of I don't want to go, which he stole yeah. from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, David Tennant. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but that, that scene... Uh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, I actually teared up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, both times I saw the movie at that point because I was like, oh, God. It's I so I mean, the brutal. memes that came out about it, but also, like... I, 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 I thought it was pretty emotional the first time I saw it, but I think everyone needs to... Uh, uh, soften the blow by make, making the memes. Right? Yeah. Uh, but people say, well, why did he fade slower? It's not that he faded slower. It's that his spidey sense told him that he was going. Yeah, he knows it's happening, yeah. and he knows that he can't stop it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he can do, and here he is. He, you know, he shouldn't have even been there. Yeah. Stark told him to stay behind. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> um, yeah, it probably wouldn't have mattered, He, you know, because it's random, yeah. you know, and he just happens to be one of the people selected. But Stark, you kind of sees Peter as sort of like his son, which yes, at yes. the beginning of the movie he's talking with Pepper Potts, and he uh, he's talking about wanting the to start dream. a family, yeah, and that he had a dream that they had a boy and everything, mm-hmm. and here he is with the closest thing he's got to a kid, and he's dying, and Stark blames himself, right, uh, and sees his you know the closest thing he has to a son fade away in his arms. That, that was pretty tough. Yeah, um, Groot, uh, you know, fades away in front of Rocket, and, and then we have James Gunn saying, yes. uh, translating Groot's final "I am Groot" to it. Uh, it Dad. hit me. It hit me really bad the, the second time I saw it. But that that particular fade away got me a little misty eyed mm. because I knew that he was saying "Dad" at that point. Yeah, I was like, oh god! Like in this movie, like it. They they. They put the knife in in the theater, and then it's like every article that comes out. They just like here, let's twist it a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then at the end, it, we're left with Rocket from the Guardians, the only Guardian who doesn't fade away, and everyone from Avengers One except for Hawkeye, who uh, we assume is you know off on a farm with his family. Right? right? Yeah. Ooh, I saw a lot of people like like good fuck Hawkeye, and I was like, Hawkeye's gonna come back, and he's yeah. gonna prove to everybody why he's important yeah. in the next movie. Because shooting arrows. <laughs> yeah, but he's but he is the, the one person there who is just, like, a guy. Yeah. Because even Black Widow is, like, well, she was raised from childhood mm-hmm. to be, like, a super She's spy. She's a La Femme Nikita type. You yeah. Know, so. yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye was just, like, I was a good soldier. Mm-hmm. I saw that, like, I had a talent for archery. Mm-hmm. I had joined S.H.I.E.L.D., and then I end up fighting aliens in New York. You know, uh, you know he is sort of the everyman there, and I think he's going to be important mm-hmm. in the next movie. Uh, you know, Ant Man. They 
he has his own movie coming out, so they wanted to do that. And, you know, they left him in a spot where he was kind of, uh, you know, he was in trouble, and he's he's a family guy. So it made sense for those two to not be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp won't have a connection to Infinity War, only because the rumor has been going around that they cast a... Uh, like a 17 or 18 year old actress to play his daughter in mm. Infinity War 2, whatever they're going to call it. Hmm. Uh, now in the comics, his daughter ends up getting powers, his powers as well, hmm. where she can shrink, but mostly she can grow. Um, and it seems like they cast somebody older to play her in the next one, which makes me think that maybe this, you know, uh, Emma and the Wasp takes place earlier but i don't know how much time takes place between three and four that just gets confusing but i think it's it's supposed to be modern day i mean yeah the 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 trailer it it's not like we we know captain marvel is going to take place in the 90s right Uh, but this i think it's going to be immediately before the events of infinity war right uh the biggest issue with ant-man and the wasp at this point is who cares right well i mean it looks like a fun romp uh, they they have a giant Hello Kitty Pez dispenser and that it's funny they got they got all the big and small gags and and I think uh, the trailer makes it look like they're really going you know at full speed ahead into that uh, where the first movie it was there but I think uh, they could have taken it further uh, now they're shrinking buildings down and putting right. in cars and shrinking that car down and then popping it up and making the other car fly away and you know I, I do like the gag with the uh, the building having the handle yeah, yeah. and then rolling away um, yeah I, I think that's the first trailer because they that was the thing that everybody loved about the first mm-hmm. Ant-Man movie because otherwise it's basically just Iron Man um, I mean it's a heist but yeah yeah yeah, but I mean, like the villain is mm-hmm. basically like the villain from Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He's he's in a suit and it gives him his powers. So they were like, yeah. I and mean, they do that a lot in the Marvel movies, having somebody uh, the, the the villain being the antagonist just being the same powers as the the protagonist. Right. It happened in the first Iron Man. It happened uh, in Ant Man. Uh, yeah, happened Incredible in, in Hulk, Black Panther, and yep. Incredible Hulk. Uh, it happens a lot. Yeah, but... classic comic book trope. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your your opposite is your greatest villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, or at least your first villain, usually. But the... Uh... If you're the Flash, it's for three seasons. Well, not this season. <laughs> this season, it's not. Uh, I haven't watched the finale yet, but... No, but I'm a few episodes behind. Uh, but, yeah, so then all these people fade away, and then we get the... Uh, we get the credits, and, uh, and then at the very end, we get to see the the awesome scene with uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool to see, like on Earth, the the reaction to everything, mm-hmm. and we get to see the the destruction that's caused by half the population vanishing suddenly, yeah. as uh, there's nobody driving the cars mm-hmm. that were going at sixty five miles an hour. There's yeah. nobody piloting this helicopter that was in the sky. Sure, and so. Beyond just all these people disappearing, there's going to be more death and destruction because things are in progress, and now all of a sudden people are gone. Yeah. So this is by far the most destructive thing, and that's just on Earth. You know, mm-hmm. who knows what's it's happening? The whole universe. Yeah. So you know, that would mean all the different races. You know, the Kree, the the Shi'ar. If they're, I don't know if they have rights to the Shi'ar, but whoever, whoever uh, they have rights to. Yeah, whoever they have rights to is is going to be having a hard time. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and then we see Maria Hill fade away. Nick Fury starts reaching for a pager mm-hmm. and uh, starts putting, pushing buttons. And then it says uh, sending. And he starts to show. fade away right before he says motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I like that. You know, got to have that Sam, Sam Jackson, Jackson thing. Yeah. And, uh, and then he fades away. The pager falls on the floor. It sends off the signal, and then you see the Captain Marvel logo mm-hmm. and uh, sort of an 8-bit screen thing for Well, him. yeah, it's a, it's a pager. It's a 90s pager, yeah. too. Like, they... They're setting up that the the Captain Marvel movie takes place in the '90s, and right, uh, you know, I don't know what's happened to her over the last twenty years. Um, yeah, that's a, it's a mystery. How is she not going to age for twenty years? Yeah, it and... could be like a Captain America thing, you know. Uh, yeah, and so the only way to activate her is to use this this archaic 1990s technology to push the pager button to bring right. her back somehow. Now, they have said that she's going to be the most powerful member of the mm-hmm. team when she shows up. Uh, you know, that's new. Yeah. But uh, but we'll see. Um, I, I, I like Brie Larson a lot as mm-hmm. an actress, and uh, Captain Marvel as a character has always been pretty interesting. Uh, I think uh, Jude Law is playing Marvel in that movie, so mm-hmm. that'll be cool. Uh, It'll be fun to see how they uh, play around with the 90s uh, yeah. setting. You yeah. Know? Uh, because, I mean, the first Avenger taking place during World War II, uh, it's not really a fun time, you know? No. <laughs> uh, if you're going to do, like, a, a a flashback movie, setting it in the 90s is, is a fun period to, to put it in. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's... Uh... And they got to keep it light, you know? That's the thing. That right now, anything that they do in the MCU until Avengers 4... It's got to be light. So you have Ant-Man takes place a little before, and it's a goofy premise. And then you have uh, Captain Marvel taking place in the 90s, and who knows where where they'll go with that. We haven't seen a trailer yet or anything. Right. And and it also sets the uh, gives them their get-out-of-jail-free card mm-hmm. by introducing the Skrulls, because now anything that's happened, anybody who's died, uh, could have just been a Skrull. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a device they used in the comics. And uh, I'm Might sure... be lazy writing. <laughs> yeah, but it is sort of a way that they can work things out where it's like, okay, well, you know, what happened to this person? Oh, well, it turns out, like, that wasn't really her. That wasn't really him. It was it was a scroll that was there. To... Yeah, but I feel like the writing in, in uh, that the the current, uh, uh, the, the present MCU, the way it's being written is, is really intelligently being written. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to have, like, some some really hackneyed way of getting out of it you know? yeah that's it's possible yeah i i think that that is a way though that if at some point they realize like oops mm-hmm. they can be like don't worry we got we got one in our back pocket mm-hmm. just hey look get out of jail free card yeah um now there are characters who we don't know if they faded away or not uh shuri we're not sure if she faded away i'm gonna guess no mm-hmm. um because with tony on titan they're going to need somebody intelligent uh, that's still there. They don't really have a science person if mm-hmm. he's not around. Uh, I mean, they have Banner, but he's not good with technology. He's more the uh, he's a science guy. The science guy, the yeah. organic guy. So I think she's going to be around. Uh, we didn't see Okoye vanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, so I think she'll still be around. Um, people have asked about Sif. 
because she wasn't in Ragnarok and she didn't show up here. Yeah. Um, they the director said she faded. Okay. <laughs> it's just we don't care about that character. Well, anymore. they can't they can't get Jamie Alexander because she's yeah, filming yeah. her TV show. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, she faded away. <laughs> sure, like, why not? <laughs> but you know, she might be back. That's yeah. that way they can always bring her back later. Um, we don't find out what happened to um. Uh, what's it like? We we don't know if the collector mm. is is alive or dead. I mean, I'm presuming he's dead because Thanos destroyed everybody everybody in nowhere. Yeah, but he is also like one of the elders of the universe, mm-hmm. so he's should technically not be that easy to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what happened to a, um, a certain duck that was hanging out with him. Right? How, um, no, they they confirmed that he's okay. Oh, is he? Oh, thank yeah. God! Yeah, <laughs> drinking a martini somewhere. Hopefully, they did ask. Uh, they asked about Galaga guy. He <laughs> apparently did not make it. Mm-hmm. Thanos Thanos uh, wiped him out. <laughs> um, so there's you know, how many Stanleys are still around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stan. Yeah, Stan definitely. Uh, well, we know that he is a uh, servant of the Watchers. Yes, he's uh, he's. So maybe that's why he appears everywhere, right? The, yeah, that, that could actually be written in as why the gag keeps on working. Right. <laughs> but uh, so that was Infinity War. Overall, I thought it was uh, it's up there with the best of the Marvel yeah. movies. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. Obviously, I saw it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, the. Uh, I'm looking forward to part four. Um, hoping at some point they give us a title here soon. Yeah, it'd be nice, huh? Uh, I'm I, thinking it'll probably be right after Ant-Man and Wasp. They'll probably yeah. drop it. I mean, they got like what, what, three different Infinity titles they can pull from from the comics anyways, and they might just like... Yeah, they're not, they're, not, they're not pulling... Well, the Gauntlet was supposed to be first. That's so they true. skipped that, yeah. went to war. Infinity Crusade, maybe, but I feel like that might give them trouble overseas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um with that title so they would have to have a different title internationally because mm-hmm. I don't think uh, everybody sees the Crusades as a, as a great thing oh really yeah wow. some groups <laughs> some groups apparently didn't Strange. like it uh, so and that one was was the one that had all the religious themes in mm-hmm. it anyway so I feel like they might steer clear of that mm-hmm. um, I have seen the speculation that it will be called Heroes Reborn um mm. It was already a TV show and it wasn't very good. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, and you know, admittedly, that wasn't the greatest time in comics either. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? We'll see what what they come up with.